Welcome everyone to Iron Supplements. Uh, you know, I am not a podcast person. You know, I don't listen to podcasts. And so it absolutely blows my mind that there are people out there who are willing to take time out of their day and listen to anything that I have to say. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I, I really am just blown away. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for joining my Iron Supplements podcast. And uh, you may be wondering that, uh, Kevin, if you're not a, a podcast person, you don't listen to podcasts, why would you ever do a podcast? And uh, the simple answer to that is I do it because I'm asked to do it. Like I know people who actually do listen to podcasts. They enjoy it, and they're actually interested in what I have to say for some reason. And uh, it is a service that I humbly am willing to provide. Uh, I do so absolutely uh, free of charge. Uh, I'm not going to even make you sit through commercials to listen to this podcast, because if you are listening to me, you have paid enough. And I get my material because I teach a group of guys about the Bible every Monday night. We call our group Iron Men. And every week after I've already taught them, there's always something more that either I just didn't get the opportunity to share or maybe I'll get some new insight. There's always more. And that's why we call it Iron Supplements. Get it? Anyway, the good news is for you listening to this podcast is that you don't even really have to go to my meetings like you don't have to sit through that torture <laughs> to get something out of what I'm going to share because I make these lessons uh, to stand on their own and uh, today I'm not even uh, going to really get into scripture that much um, we were in Acts chapter 13 on Monday night and in Acts chapter 13 it starts off with these spiritual leaders these five men that are named and man these guys are just worshiping and fasting and praying they're steadfastly seeking direction from God and while they're worshiping uh, the Bible says the the spirit speaks to them and he says uh, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them and I see those two words I see set apart And uh, what comes to my mind are two very churchy words that are used to describe the act of setting aside something for spiritual work. And those two words are sanctification and consecration. Now, those are some very religious words. uh, And already I can just see your eyes rolling back and and, uh, and glazing over and like you're probably wanting to, to shut this uh, podcast down really quick because um, these are words we just don't use in our everyday language. They're very religious sounding words. And what I want to do is just take these two words, sanctification and consecration, and break them down and make them more accessible. I want to demystify them. And I want to, because they're, it's a really beautiful thing that happens in these two concepts. And uh, it's the work of the, the Holy Spirit in us. And so 
we're going to have to do some of the hard work. Like we have to define these two words. Uh, sanctification. Sanctification is it's the process by which we're set apart to be pure and holy. And then consecration. Consecration is the process by which we're set apart for the work that God has for us to do. And so we see that the Spirit plays a part, the Holy Spirit plays a part in both our sanctification and our consecration. Let's see if we can go through this pretty quickly. Um, Again, uh, because it's so foundational uh, to our faith, and it is absolutely beautiful what God does with us and through the power of the Spirit. And uh, so I think we need to back up a little bit and talk about the Holy Spirit. I think a lot of times Christians believe that they either have the Spirit or they don't. A lot of times we teach that we get the Spirit at um, at the point where we believe in Jesus, and some people believe it happens at baptism, and uh, we get the indwelling of the Spirit at that point. But I believe that God gives everyone and everything different measures of His Spirit. For example, I believe that there's a portion of the Spirit that lives in all of creation. I mean, the Bible talks about how the Spirit hovered above uh, this uh, void, uh, the the waters of the deep at creation. And I believe it's the Spirit that binds, it's the energy that binds all of creation. Everything in this universe is is held together and receives perfect order and it brings uh, order out of chaos that power that energy that that binding force is the spirit of god and so i believe everything in creation has a measure of the spirit and i believe that uh, god gives an extra measure of the spirit to all humans Uh, we are created to be in the likeness of god and god puts a portion of his spirit that is intended to draw us towards Him. And I call this this uh, drive the eternal unquenchable, right? It's this portion of the Spirit that gives us a thirst, a thirst that can only be satiated by a relationship with Jesus. And even when we're in that relationship with Jesus, we desire more, more, and more. And, uh, you know, that, that process by which the Spirit leads us to Jesus and then the process by which He, uh, Jesus cleanses us by His blood and His sacrifice, that gracious gift that was given so that we could have a relationship, that cleansing, that process is called sanctification. That is sanctification. The process by which the Spirit leads us into this relationship where we can be pure and holy, that's what sanctification is. And the Bible says that God chose us before the beginning of time. (laughs) Paul says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So we were chosen to be set apart for this holy relationship with God. And so everyone who believes has this extra measure of the Spirit uh, and uh, has been sanctified. Now, what we, we rarely teach is what comes next, like 
What's the purpose of sanctification? And, and, and it's not just to be holy. It really is for the next part. It's, it's so that we can get that next portion of the Spirit that all believers have. And that is the indwelling of the Spirit. That's the extra measure of the Spirit that all uh, who believe in Jesus have. And without the process of sanctification, we can't have the indwelling of the Spirit because we have to be pure and holy in order for the Spirit to live in us. And uh, so what's the purpose then of having the indwelling of the Spirit? Is that just all that there is? No. See, there's really more. This is what we don't teach. We, we stop at the indwelling of the Spirit. But there's a purpose to having the Spirit. There's a purpose to sanctification. Sanctification sets it to where that the Spirit can live in us. And the Spirit lives in us so that it can produce its character, can produce God's character in us. And we can be filled with love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. And then once we have that, we need to be thinking, is the purpose of the Spirit producing these qualities in my life just for my benefit? Or is there something more? (laughs) There's something more. You see, the Spirit produces His qualities in our life so that we can be prepared for what's next, so that we can have an even greater measure of the Spirit. See, God wants to equip us for service by giving us spiritual gifts. And that's where we are at the point when we're reading Acts chapter 13. You see, these five men, these spiritual men, they'd already been sanctified. They had already been set apart to be holy. They had already received the Holy Spirit. The the Spirit produced in them the, the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. And they had even been equipped by the Spirit with spiritual gifts to be teachers and prophets. And Paul had even been equipped to be an apostle. Okay? So they've been equipped. By going through this process of sanctification and filling and gifting, they were equipped to be put into service for God. And that is what consecration is. Being ready and being available for service to God, you can then be consecrated to a mission or to a task or to a ministry. So we go through that entire process that we can be consecrated to the work that the Spirit has set aside, set us aside to do. So we are consecrated to the work. Now, here's the problem. (laughs) We have a lot of sanctified Christians who have no idea what they are consecrated for. It's like they thought that being set aside to be holy was the end game. They thought sanctification was the end game. So many Christians are complacent in their salvation. They never go beyond the sanctifying process. Now, to me, being sanctified without being consecrated is a lot like having 
let's say, like a brand new 2022 Chevy Corvette, right? And not knowing how to drive it. (laughs) Or being a shiny new Corvette and not having a driver, right? It's like, what's the point of being set aside to be this shiny new high performance vehicle if you're just going to sit in the driveway? You know, one of the the biggest reasons, one of the reasons why I think that uh, so many Christians struggle to figure out what their place in the body is, what their purpose of, uh, is in Christ. It's like, what is your calling? I think a lot of people struggle with this because it's also the spirit that has to speak to you and tell you what he has called you to. See, in Acts chapter 13, the spirit spoke to them and said, set apart. Saul, Paul, and Barnabas. And uh, I don't think we're close enough to the Spirit to recognize His voice. I don't think that we've gone through enough of the process of allowing the Spirit to fill us, to have that um, spiritual fruit in our life, and to be equipped with spiritual gifts and recognize the voice of the Spirit. We're just not enough in relationship with Him And so the challenge is to draw closer to Jesus through his Holy Spirit. And uh, what we need is just to have this intimate relationship with him. So much so that his character, you know, just rubs off on us. To where we know his voice, where we receive his gifts. And we're equipped to do whatever he is calling us to do. Uh, And that is where we will be going in the next few episodes of Iron Supplements. (laughs) I want want to share with you, you know, some of those things that I've learned that have helped me to discern the voice of the Spirit so that you can continue on that path of spiritual development, you know. Whether you need the Spirit uh, to work on you, to have more of the, the fruits of the Spirit, you know, Maybe you really need to to have more peace. Uh, Maybe you need to have more self-control. You need more of the Spirit to produce uh, that in you. And whether you're there or whether you're ready uh, to discover your spiritual gifts, whatever those are, or whether you are ready for your spiritual consecration into the work of God, I want you to have the tools to grow in your relationship with the Spirit to where you can know what God is calling you to. And so in the coming episodes, we'll talk about all those things that that will help you grow in that. And there are some things that you definitely need to avoid doing, and there are some strategies that you can employ to draw closer to the Spirit. And you'll just have to come back And listen to another episode of Iron Supplements in order to get that. So stay tuned.